Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You got the touch. Stan Bush here, and you're listening to the Geekcast Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the latest GeekCast Radio Network interview. This time around, this is going to be featured on all things Transformers and GeekCast Radio. I am your host, TFG and Mike, and joining me is the 35-year musical prodigy veterans, Mr. Stan Bush. Hello, sir. Can you believe it's been 35 years since you started your career? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's been a while. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going, it's going, and uh, 2014 is the year of the Ultimates, because Stan's new album, The Ultimate, which uh, uh, drops on uh, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2014, did you plan it that way? No, no, it just kind of worked out, We, uh, I coordinated with the European uh, partners, you know, the, they were, the label mm-hmm. there, they were going to put it out, and the, that was the date they came up with, so we said, okay, that's the date. <laughs> Yeah, the the sad thing is there's absolutely no green in this cover art at all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it hurt me. That's funny. Yeah. Um, all right, so the last time I talked to you about the uh, one of your albums was 2010's Dream the Dream. What has been going on with you since then? What have you, have, I, I mean, I know normally you would tour, uh, you know, for each, each album. Um, when did the Dream the Dream tour start and end? Well, the Dream to Dream, um, let's see, that album, around that time, uh, I performed at the Transformers convention, and mm-hmm. I guess it was 2009, that was actually the year before Dream to Dream, or the, yeah. the summer before. Um, yeah, since then, I've just mainly been performing around L.A. and doing, uh, you know, working on writing and recording the new album. It's been mm-hmm. it's been two or three, couple of years that we've been working on it, so um, my producer holder, Holger Pfaff, he and I uh, uh, have been working, recording and writing and so forth. And uh, also, I teamed up once again with Lenny Macaluso, who I wrote The Touch with. You know, Lenny's great. We uh, we wrote a bunch of stuff together for the new album. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Now, you've got... Um, the, the Ultimate has 11 tracks, two are... Two are previously released, and the other nine are all original to this album. The two that were previously released was the Heat of the Battle single and the Touch Power Mix. Um, are you always doing that? Are you always taking previous singles and throwing them on to the next albums? Well, sometimes there's like, it seems like there's usually three, about three years or so um, between right. albums, and and uh, 
and like you the battle was written three years ago pretty much that was uh 2011 so went ahead and yeah went ahead and put it up on the website and we did a video and everything with it um so anyway yeah it was it was sort of between albums we we uh decided to release a, a single or two just to kind of keep the uh momentum uh going the uh the other one that you mentioned, the Touch Power Mix, is in the uh, the last Transformers game, uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron. So yeah. that was sort of the, the reason we put that one out. Um, in a partnership deal with Hasbro, they agreed to allow us to release a music video uh, w- uh, containing footage from the game. So uh, anyway, that came out um, over the holidays. So uh, yeah, yeah. And it's on it's on my website, so standbush.com. Very cool, yeah. very cool. Um, so what was the what was the process or what was the feeling coming off of Dream the Dream going into writing for this one? What was the I mean the, most of your themes are upbeat music and, you know, good messages and everything else and that's 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 a great thing that you do, but what was it between cuz Dream the Dream had a lot of of slow songs on it and this one has maybe one or two because I've I've listened to this last I don't know two days since I got it. So, <laughs> um, uh, what was the what was the process in going from the Dream the Dream to the choices you made for this album for songs? Yeah, you're right. This one rocks more for sure. Um, mm-hmm. It's just just kind of came out that way. We're um, I wanted to to make the you know the best record I I could. You know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's always hard to write good songs and. Uh, it, that's why if you take the time and you really put the energy in, you know, um, it works out well uh, in that regard. The, the Dream the Dream album, um, I was happy with that one, too. But this one, I think, is even better. Um, but let's see, one of the songs, uh, Thunder in Your Heart, was a song that was released back in the late 80s, and it was in a in a film called Rad. Um, anyway, my, my partner, Lenny, uh, Lenny Macaluso, my co-writer, he wrote that with... Uh, uh, this other person, and it was in that movie. And then what happened was we we did a uh, music video. I'm sorry, a commercial. It was for uh, a beer commercial for Australia. Um, Carlton's was it Carlton's Draft? Yeah, I think so. And um, anyway, they needed to replace the, the, the original singer was John Farnham, and I guess they were having a problem problems with Farnham's manager or something like that. So mm-hmm. they they wanted they asked me to to sing mm-hmm. the a new version for the for the commercial and I was like wow this is a great song so decided uh, to go ahead and, and record it for the new album so we did a full a full version after we had done the, the, the commercial so that's how that song came about and uh, the title song the ultimate Lenny and I wrote that one as well as unstoppable unstoppable we did a cool patriotic music video that's on my on my website as well that's just released too last mm-hmm. week so uh, it's called uh, Unstoppable, and it's 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 you know it's a song about it's very uplifting, um, mm-hmm. and and you kind of hit it on the head with that um, that positive uplifting, go for it, sort of believe in yourself kind of deal. It's I don't know how that I think the touch was the beginning of that stuff for me, and it mm-hmm. it seemed like it just kind of stuck. It's like um, to me, it's like I don't know. I just have this really optimistic view of humanity, and I think we have. Um, amazing amount of power that we don't even realize you know that um you can you can make uh you basically make your own reality in in the world and 
I mean, I've had a good run. I've had a, a great career and um, singing a lot of big stuff and films and TV and commercials and whatnot and making a bunch of records. It's it's very cool. It's uh, um, to me, it's like I don't know. I'd rather sing about something positive and and uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And just just try to be a, a force for good in the world. You know, as much as possible. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, you know, some of the other tracks on here. Uh, uh, let's see. So. You know, you know, you know. You mentioned "Stand in the Fire," uh, "Thunder in Your Heart." I also like the journey. Um, I actually did an experiment with this album, as far as how yeah. I listened to it. I listened to it all eleven tracks straight through, mm-hmm. and then I took out "Heat of the Battle" and "The Touch" because I had already heard them. You already knew you know, those. I, songs, I, I want. I want. I already knew those songs, so I wanted to hear the album without them because when I when I imported this into my iTunes and I created the playlist for just this album, I didn't even look at the, I didn't even really look at the track listing that well. So I'm sitting here listening to this and I listen to the first two songs. I'm like, okay, this is, this is cool. You know, uh, um, something to believe in the ultimate, that good, slightly different. And that's good for what, what you had did on, on dream, the dream for the first two tracks. And and then I get to Heat of the Battle, I'm like, hey, wait a second, I heard this already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so what I did was I unselected Heat of the Battle and and the Touch just to see how the album would play without them. And mm-hmm. it plays really well. Um Uh-oh. but at the same time now that I've now that I've heard it all the way through with all eleven, I'm like, Okay, well, I'll leave them in. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it you know, 'cause it, it, it does make a whole package, but I was just like I was because I was, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting out of this. I was, I was expecting something that was, you know, that stayed true to your style, which it does, and something that was slightly different. Um, I don't know if I would. I might actually try this next time. I might put Heat of the Battle at the end with the touch to see how well. I don't know. I just, it's, it, it's just a play around thing for me. I guess it changes your perspective if you already know the song. It's funny because yeah. I, I hadn't listened to Heat of the Battle in a long time, like you know, like a year or two, and then then I put it on. It's like wow, this thing rocks, you know. And yeah, uh, it plus does. It, it is a very good song. Yeah, it, it is you. a very very good song. We remastered um, it too, so it's it's pretty slamming, you know, and uh, it really adds to the album. But yeah, I, I'm really happy yeah. with the whole stand in the fire, like totally rocks and. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool thing. I I really like it. The other thing too that I do a lot of times in in songs is change keys, like so mm-hmm. it doesn't stay sort of the same key all the way through. Like the chorus will lift and and change into a different sort of modulate, you know. And uh, I like that. I think it's effective. It kind of um, it makes it to me musically more interesting. Right. Yeah. Right. I think, and I. And I know I just said I've been listening to this thing for two days, and you'd think I'd know off the top of my head. I think, is it in the ultimate that you have kind of a, the military march, or is it in Unstoppable? No, it has the, you're right, the ultimate has the military okay. march thing at it, the end, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was great. I was like, I, <laughs> uh, I was, this is something I was not expecting at all out of that song. I started listening to it, and I'm like, okay, this, hey, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. No, that, it's Thank you. That that's a really cool thing. Like back in the seventies, I remember they would they would be like songs. For, first of all, they wouldn't be every song wouldn't be three minutes long, three or four minutes long. 
Back then, you'd have five-minute, six-minute songs, and sometimes they would go off and do some trippy musical thing or, like, cool segues. Music was more sort of open, you know, then, and I, mm-hmm. I really I really miss that, you know. You can you can yeah. do kind of cool little interlude things and, uh, you know, trippy things that, uh, that make a song special, you know, and uh, I like that. Now there is, and I don't. You'll you, you'll have to remind me here, because again, I don't remember which track it was on. But um, there's a track on here where your voice sounds like you're talking through an auto tuner. Now I know you don't use auto tune and you don't like auto tune, but what track was that? You did oh, something. Oh, it's like it, I know. It sounds like a loudspeaker, like a, a megaphone. It's mm-hmm. uh, that was on Memory of You, and that's. Uh, yeah, that's like a futz effect. They call it in film and and whatever they call it, that's the word is futz. It's like it sounds like a megaphone. You're basically, uh, mm-hmm. um, you 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 talk. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was a kind of a cool effect. Like the guys dreaming about um, this girl, and uh, mm-hmm. anyway, it, it made it made kind of a neat thing and a break. It was like a breakdown kind of part in the song. Yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. It just, it was, again, it's something I, I was not expecting out of you because to me, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, we've all seen what auto-tuners do, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and auto-tune, in, in my mind, is probably one of the worst things musicians can do nowadays, but it's a gimmick and sometimes people need gimmicks. Um, yeah. But I heard that and I was like, whoa, wait a second here. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the album art. Um, yep. it's basically, how, how did you come up with this design for, well, was, for the um, album? Created, or who did? Yeah. Yeah. That was created by this artist in Italy. He's really good. Um, Nello is, is his first name. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Del Omo or something like that. But anyway, uh, Nello's great. He, uh, he came up with, uh, the artwork and created it and everything. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, trying to remember the name of his company uh anyway but it's uh, you can look on the album cover but uh but yeah he's he's absolutely great he came up with this album cover design it was like whoa <laughs> it's like yes so uh i i immediately loved it so uh, he's a good friend yeah. too now you've got the uh you've got the the sky in here you've got the eagle which is kind of funny because you mentioned the eagle in a couple of the songs and Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, uh, is this, is this cover supposed to be like a, a sequel to Dream the Dream? Cause I noticed that you use Red again and you also use, I don't know if it's the same, uh, character model, but it almost looks like I'm, I'm looking at the Dream the Dream cover and the ultimate cover. It almost looks like it's the same woman in that red cloth. Yeah. It's, it's the, red same, dress. the same guy did, did, uh, both both covers oh, okay. so it might be a style thing pertaining to him. Yeah. But, but yeah, the um it it does it has a really neat look to it. Um it's sort of like surreal. Mhm. It is very surreal. Yeah, it is very surreal because it's not just like at first when when I first looked at this at a distance, I was like, "Hmm, okay, she's in a house." And then I looked at it close up and like Oh no, that's a road. That's like going from outside, going from inside out. I was like, oh wow, that is so cool. Yeah, and if you look closely, I think the girl is Asian. Oh, is she? I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, she might be. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, 
All right. Uh, what are the plans for promoting the Ultimate right now? Well, um, I'm going to do in Chicago um, October 3rd. Um, there's a festival called Melodic Rock Fest, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be performing at that in, in Chicago. Uh, October 3rd is the night I perform. It's a weekend-long um, festival with several bands. But uh, anyway, on the, that'll be the Friday night that I'm, that I'm headlining uh, that, that night. So that's coming up. And then I, there's a possibility of a show in L.A. here in the summer. And, but I can't tell you anything definitive about that. Until, uh, I, <laughs> I know, know what that next, is. <laughs> uh, I already know. Huh? <laughs> I already know. I already know what show it is in L.A. Yeah, I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't say most... yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I may know like in the next couple of days even. You know, it's like it's gonna it's gonna come down pretty quick. Right. I will let, um, I will let you know. Would you be doing Heat of the Battle there, or would you be doing Unstoppable, or... Probably both, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, those people normally call you up. Do they specifically ask for the certain theme songs of those... I'm trying to dance around this so you don't have to... Because I know who it is. Yeah, Um, yeah. Uh. Do you give them a set list, or do they request certain things out of you? No, I can do do... this. I can do whatever songs I want. But, uh, you know, but one thing I definitely could not perform anywhere, anytime without doing is the touch. <laughs> I, I would be tarred and feathered if I didn't do the touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. Um, all right. So outside of those shows, what else is coming up for you? Um, let's see. Basically, just promoting the album. I've been doing a lot of interviews, and uh, their the reviews are really good on it. Um, yeah, in Europe, it's 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 uh, the pre-sales have gone well, and uh, everything's uh, everything's going great. My uh, my European partner, it's it's through Melodic Rock Records, and uh, mm-hmm. MelodicRock.com is this uh, famous web website, pretty much the go-to site for this kind of music, melodic rock music you know, in the world. And this, this guy, Andrew McNeese is, uh, he's the one who, uh, I've kind of partnered with in this whole venture for, for the, uh, overseas stuff, you know, and of course it's in the U S I, it's out on LA records, my own label. So, yeah. um, anyway, yeah, but it's, it's going good. Everything's, uh, like I say, the release is, uh, tomorrow <laughs> with St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um, how is the, how is the release happening? Are you putting it just on your website, or you? I assume you'd put it on iTunes, or how? How, yeah. how is that working for you? Yeah, it's it's uh it's uh, through CD Baby and uh, iTunes. It's on iTunes. Uh, a mm-hmm. number of independent um, sites are also going to be listing it for sale, and of course, it's available on on my website, ambush.com. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and and of course on iTunes. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um, what's next after promoting the ultimate? Well, we'll just see what happens. I, uh, like I say, I'm going to continue to perform and and uh, record and write. Um, I'm. Uh, it's sort of one of those things where you know, if it's in your blood, you you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it's, uh, it's going great. Life is good. You know. I uh, I got no complaints. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that um, recreation for Dare. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah alright um, so yeah you can check out uh, The Ultimate on Stan Bush's website stanbush.com you can follow him on Twitter and Facebook uh, all the links will be in the uh, in the post for the interview uh, Stan thanks so much I'll ask you to hold the line and I'll be back after this
in the heat of the fight, reaching for something that's deep inside. You know there's no glory if you don't take the chance. Risk it all just to join in the dance. Hit the call.
There you go, folks. That was Stan Bush here on the GeekCast Radio Network once again here in 2014. His new album, The Ultimate, hits on March 17th, 2014. Go get it, folks. It's rockin'. It's awesome. I'm TFG and Mike. Unleash the geek in you. You got